When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of What We Don't Post. Thank you for coming back. We have a fun episode in store today. A lot of January fails. I'm sure many of you can relate. So I hope you enjoy. How are you, Anya? How is I'm Belgium? good. I'm good. Belgium's good. I just did a hit class this morning and it's the first hit class I've done in so long. I can't even remember the last one I did. I was dreading it. Dreading. How did you get on? Yeah, it was actually really good. Um, I was scared because half the it was like a Barry's style class in Belgium and um you know Barry's boot camp have you ever done a Barry's I've never done a Barry's and I just don't think I ever will to be honest they terrify me I know so I'm I'm not a runner I never will be I just I'm so bad at running and half the class it's like split into like floor work and then running so I was dreading the running but it's actually it was actually fine I mean yeah I'm sure it's very good for you but I don't think you'll ever see me in one of those classes let's be honest (laughs) oh my god so you know the way obviously I was really set and my Pilates goals and my Pilates challenge and everything else I've really been slacking massively and I blame it because of New Year's Eve so normally on New Year's Eve I just have a lovely chilled dinner with my family and I wake up on whatever day the first falls on and I'm just ready set for the month this has been one of the most unproductive like laziest two weeks of my life like I've dabbled in and out but it's been pathetic to be honest I think Nicola you've got another confession to make alcohol <laughs> <laughs> or, or is this something else <laughs> is it alcohol yes it's alcohol it is alcohol in saying that in my head I swear I said I was gonna start on the Monday I didn't start on the Monday because I think what happened was I think New Year's fell on a Friday was it yeah and then everyone I think was planning on starting the their dry January on the Monday yeah I don't <laughs> think I started it on the Monday I, I just I want to I want to insert a little replay where it's Nicola I always do dry Jan I always do it I'm so productive in January. It's the best month of my year. It's been horrendous. I've been terrible. I'm impressed that you did the whole sort of day of drinking non-alcoholic beer and non-alcoholic gin. That's good. That was actually fine. Yeah, honestly. So, okay, I know it didn't start on the Monday, but I went out last weekend and I just had it in my head. I was like, I really don't want to be hungover the following day. I just want to have a productive week. Like I really want to try do dry dry January. And I went out and honestly, I had non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic gin, and you still get the placebo effect. Like it was, I had a really fun day because my biggest fear is, 
I'm such an awkward, like shy person if I don't have a few drinks. So I thought that I would never be able to do the no drinking thing with other people. Like I would just hibernate normally when I do dry January. I honestly felt a bit drunk, even though I was fully sober. It was the weirdest thing ever. Have you ever tried it? I remember flashback to when I was about 13 and I went to a house party and they were giving us all non-alcoholic beer, but we didn't realize. And I was literally walking around being like, I'm wasted. And then then they were like, guys, you're all drinking non-alcoholic beer. And I was like, oh my God, I'm mortified. But you honestly, you do feel, as you said, it's the placebo effect. You can feel tipsy drinking non-alcoholic stuff. It's so weird. But I kind of love that because you get the placebo effect and then you don't have the hangover. So it was honestly perfect. Like honestly, Charlie has never been so drunk in his entire life. And he's been drunk many, many times. But this one time, I think it's because he had it in his head. He wasn't going to drink as well. And I don't know. He just went the complete opposite direction. Ossified, as my mother would say. <laughs> like, so, so drunk. It was so, he forgot. So it was like, he was so drunk that like anything you'd say to him, he'd just forget two seconds later. Like he lost the keys to our house. And this is the one time I will ever say, thank God that we live with someone else because his brother was there and he let us in. And it was just like a blessing. Because I was like, we're going to have to get a hotel. Like, I don't know what we're going to do because I didn't bring my keys. Then he started having a go at me because I didn't bring my keys. I was like, no, no, no. Like you're a grown adult, like a grown man. You should be able to not lose your keys anyway we got in he made the bowl of pot noodles and he sneezed into the bowl of boiling water it went flying in his face it didn't burn him like it wasn't like savage or anything but it was just that just showed how drunk he was hilarious oh no has he been like right that was like a slip up and now I'm back to dry jan or is he like okay I'm not doing dry jan no he is he feels like literally disgusting today he's like he woke up this morning he's like I've had the shakes it hasn't really been the best Monday official Monday starting work with him he's not been bothered basically essentially how's the trial going it's fine it's just all I can call it is boring I don't know how people go into recruitment like no offense to anyone in recruitment but it's uh, it's a bit soul destroying like genuinely because my brother's in recruiting as well and obviously Charlie is and I've always thought that about recruitment because there's so many highs and lows and I think the lows are so much worse than the highs but having him teach me it's just it's so tedious like I know we enjoy admin but this is like a whole different level yeah maybe we enjoy admin for ourselves exactly booking a trip booking something something. enjoyable (laughs) do you think you'll continue though the job I said I will like it's just mad I'm like oh god it's terrible to say you're like not worth it not at all well if you think about it as well like I'm 31 like this is the sort of job that people go into maybe when they've just left uni and like they're on minimum wage you know it's not like obviously maybe I would have been happy with it 10 years ago this made me think about this the other day what's the like what's the worst job you've ever had I I think I want to say why why I need to know now and um, my worst job was definitely well I've done loads of like random jobs over the years I worked it wasn't my worst job it's actually what is my most embarrassing job I lasted about a month I think I was like maybe 15 16 and I just like I don't know I think one of my friends worked in the local pizza place <laughs> yeah I had the hair nest I was whipping pizza bases basically I just walked by the pizza place and they were like right that's you done free. <laughs> What about you? Um, my worst job, I would say on my gap year, I worked in a I don't know if you've heard of it called Chimichanga restaurant, Mexican. Oh my gosh, yeah, I have. That's in London, right? Uh well, the one I worked in was in Surrey and it was on my gap year saving up to travel. And I was getting paid. They initially they wanted to pay me four ninety five an hour, and I was like, no, I honestly can't. And then they said, okay, we're gonna up it to six pounds an hour. Honestly, I do like ten minutes, and I'd be like in in the hour, and then I'd be like, oh my god, that's a pound. 
one pound for every 10 minutes and the amount I'd get done in 10 minutes I would be like this is crazy it really made me appreciate money though but even this right now yeah it really makes you appreciate money like we are very very lucky in the position that we're in I know it's obviously not a steady income I guess our job but if you think about some of the people that have to work for a lot less exactly and also counting uh, my lucky stars (laughs) the worst part of that job is they made because they were so tight they didn't want to get a cleaner as well so we have to clean the place before it opens I had to clean the loose mop the floor Awful. I think that's worse than what I had to do and also people have no respect for loons like they really don't well, they're not their own I know and oh. also like going into the kitchen and seeing how it put me off eating in restaurants for a while because I was like oh god the way they like handle the food and stuff I was like Ugh. I always think this when I don't see chefs having like I don't know just you know no mask or no hairnet or no yeah gloves and you're just like you're definitely like picking your nose in between making that <laughs> burger whatever it may be exactly so yeah safe safe to say that was my worst job um but it made me very skinny because I was running around all day long which was quite nice nice so you didn't actually you didn't mind the job but you didn't like the pay is that what you're saying no I didn't like the job I mean no it was not for me it was not for me that was definitely my worst job yeah 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 we're very very lucky in our current states (laughs) yes we are What are your plans now? Are you going to stay in Belgium for the next while or are you just... I'm just going to do back and forth based on what I have going on in London. So like work, staff, um, like important things. So yeah, just kind of base myself here, but travel back and forth. Like Cameron's season finishes mid-April. So that's kind of my plan until then. What about you? Same, to be honest. Oh, oh my... How did I not think of this? We got an offer again on the house today. Yeah. Oh, that's so fingers amazing. crossed. Yeah. Oh fingers crossed it goes through. Although Charlie's a bit reluctant to um go view other houses, but we found two that we liked. And I'm like, oh, can we just go see them? But he's just like, what if we get our hopes up again? And I do understand where he's coming from. Yeah. So yeah, so we got an offer. So fingers crossed that goes through. And like there's no like debate. They are gonna give us asking price and they have like a certain amount of cash up front. Like so it's it looks really hopeful. That's good. <laughs> I've just remembered something that I feel really bad about with regards to selling this house we have a mouse problem all of a sudden literally three days ago I was in bed and I heard this like noise and um Charlie was out, out of the room because he wakes up at like 6 a.m so I was like I think I think I think we have mice and he's like I thought I heard something last night and then he went to his brother the next day and was like I think we have mice in the house his brother found that we had mice like a week before had gotten exterminator or whoever in to like uh, fill in the holes and they got like loads of traps and whatever and put loads of um mice po- poisoning which I actually don't really agree with because if you kill it's also it's not nice to do but also if you kill mice they will die in your wall and make the house smell and supposedly exterminate yeah exposing exterminators choose this option because then you're just paying them constantly for like forever to get like rid of all the different like problems that are in the house oh afterwards so anyway so obviously he found out we had mice didn't tell us and like was like just hiding like mouse traps around the house. You think he was worried that it was his fault or something? Maybe I did think that. Might be a little bit scared of me. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what Charlie said. He's like, Nick, he's probably just scared that you literally lose your head. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm not really overly happily about the mice problem, but I'm not well, blaming you've him. You've seen one. So I've heard one. So today, oh. just, so this literally happened in the last few days. I know, I swear it's quite common in the London flats. But it's very still. common in the London flats. We actually had this issue as well, which is so weird that you're saying that. And Cameron is petrified of mice. Like- so is Charlie. <laughs> 
I have to deal with this. Like, what? I was like, this is not, this is a man's job. And he was literally <laughs> screaming, being like, we must sell the flat. And I was like, oh my God. That is so funny. What's wrong with them? Charlie's like, I now know what I'll say if someone says I have a fear. Like he is terrified, like terrified yeah. of them. It's so funny. So yeah, but, today, um, just before I was leaving, I heard this like rattle again in one of the rooms. I was like, I think that's a mouse in the bin. But so then not down. So I thought this, but we actually had mice before in a flat I was living in a few years ago. And I thought they were nocturnal as well, which I, I'm sure they are. But I opened the door one day to go into my flat and it was during the day and I saw the mouse run <gasps> and it was daylight. And today there was a mouse in the bin and it was daylight. Did you see open the bin and there was a mouse in there? <laughs> no. What I've done is I like tiptoed into the living room, jumped on the table really, really quietly, got a pillow and I've left the pillow on top of the bin. So when we go home tonight, there'll be a mouse, I'm assuming, in our bin. I haven't well, got rid of it. good though, because then you can kind of like set it free and then hopefully it will stay away. I hope so. Supposedly the holes have all been boarded up now and I'm just praying none of them die in the walls. Well, I, yeah, when we had ours sorted out, they said that London is the most common place for mice. It's like just they love it and especially in the winter do you know when I was thinking about this as well supposedly also in London I think in a lot of restaurants there's like a massive like rat mouse problem which kind of freaks me out it's gross it's absolutely gross anyway so I think we both are very very ready to move very very soon (laughs) definitely definitely so what what trips have you got planned for the year I literally just have my Hindu obviously which is in May I'm so excited have you been to Saint-Tropez before years and years and years ago so I cannot wait like it's so nice well it looks so nice I can't remember it very well what about you when I was doing the summer series of me and Chelsea in the south of France we were based in Cannes and we went to Saint-Tropez literally for a day trip and then we've um booked our honeymoon as well which is very exciting (gasps) no way where are you going do you have you heard of Dimaris Bay in Turkey it's like a really nice resort I I initially always thought I'd want my honeymoon to be like a road trip through Italy like I was always said I think that'd be amazing like go to the Amalfi Coast I think you did something mm. similar didn't you I did it's gorgeous yeah, yeah. but I, I get what you're gonna say yeah but then I actually think post-wedding I'm just gonna want to chill and do nothing so but the Steamaris Bay which is like a really nice resort in Turkey I've never been to Turkey I never kind of even wanted to go but this same this hotel um I've had friends stay there and it's like a Zuma there and a Lagarite and like really nice restaurants. So I think it'll be really oh, lovely. Yeah. I love Lagarite. So fun there, isn't it? So much fun. Yeah. And such a good like people watching place. Yeah. Like, I love the place. I'd love to go back. And um, that's exciting. So how long are you going yeah. for? So we're going, we're only doing five nights in Dimaris Bay and then we're going to do three nights at the Soho House in Istanbul. That's exciting. Yeah. What I about s- you? Uh, I have trips. Yes. I still need to book our honeymoon though, but I just, I'm waiting till the house stuff goes through. But we're going skiing to, I think it's Val d'Isere. Oh, think. nice. Um, with all of Charlie's family so that will be in March and I've I've been desperate to go to the snow like I wanted to do the snow for our honeymoon but he was like no so <laughs> this is like a compromise kind of although it is a family trip so we won't probably get much time alone skiing is not really a holiday well I don't think it's a holiday because it's quite full-on isn't it yeah to be honest I don't know how to really ski so I'll probably just be chilling I will I will do some sort of skiing but like I'm not very good so I won't be doing like full day skiing oh his family really good skiers I actually don't know but they're into skiing I don't know how good they are but they can definitely ski and they have skied since they were like children kind of thing oh, what about you? they'll be re- they'll be really good then I, have, <laughs> I remember going we went to Valdezzo with my um Australian family and they were like they're such good skiers and they were so like competitive like come on like da, da, da. And I'm I'm all right I've done it probably five times in my life but the last time I went to, which was Valdezzo I hadn't been in so long so I had like no confidence with it and I was like I hate when people are really like 
high pressure we've got to do this and I was like I, I'm just leave me behind I was like I'm gonna do some what's the easy one the red slope or the blue slope yeah no that's me to be honest I've been like five times as well I actually had ski lessons when I was really really young but like on like a fake slope in Ireland there's no real comparison <laughs> But I no, know. I get that. I hate because Charlie's really, he's really good. Like, I don't know if his family are, but like, he's known within like his friendship group as like as being one of the best skiers. So it's actually kind of attractive to be honest that he is like that. But he's, <laughs> and he's not forceful at all. Like, God love That's him. It. He's tried to That's teach me good. to ski so many times. And now that you've actually just made me think, if I'm going on a family holiday with a lot of skiers, they're probably going to be waking up at like 6 a.m. to go on the slopes for eight. Oh no. <laughs> I wasn't looking forward to it. <laughs> Do you have any recommendations of the week? I do, actually. I have got a recommendation for a hot chocolate. So I feel like I'm drinking hot chocolate a lot at the moment just because, firstly, I'm trying to do dry jan, dry jan, which is so boring, and it's freezing outside. And there's a brand, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, it's I think it's Knoop or Noop, K-N-O-O-P. Have you heard of it? No, I don't think I have. They've got a hot chocolate store on the King's Road. um, But they have done a like a limited edition hot chocolate, which is a dairy free one for January. And it's so good. Really? Oh, I'd love to try. That is the one thing. (laughs) That's the one thing I struggle with with vegan alternatives is the, the dairy the yeah. chocolate we actually had a a lint um vegan like chocolate cookie bar last night oh I saw Lucy post that was that good I didn't love it to be honest oh, was no. it not? but the thing is I don't love vegan chocolate so yeah. I don't know maybe I just haven't tried nice I'm ones. not I don't massively I'm not a massive chocolate person like I'd always rather have sweets over chocolate which same and the same yeah and vegan but, sweets are so much nicer than normal sweets to be yeah. honest anyway but I do love a hot chocolate in the evening it's like just something to have that's sweet to stop myself snacking on like absolute crap so yeah we got this noop uh it's like an oat milk based uh chocolate powder and it's so good no and you just mix it with water uh no I mix it with oat milk actually a lot a lot of oat probably a lot of oat <laughs> as well but it's, but whatever. it's a nice, like yeah comforting thing in the cold it's um, better than sweets as well like I got a delivery off um confectionery co or something yesterday and some oh, mountains of sweets they're so good yeah. they're so good I'm like no <laughs> they are so good honestly but yeah one I think when you have a load in the house you just eat them so quickly 100% they're, they're they're literally addictive I actually have a recommendation as well this week well I've two kind of recommendations have you seen the new Harry Potter reunion yes oh, I loved it it was so nice I mean it's not really a recommendation it's just I literally just, it was the nicest thing ever. I've started the the whole box set again, essentially. Is it a box set? Would you call it? Um, Yeah, I'm Ron... See the the second film right now, and it's so nice to watch the films after watching the reunion. Like it's so lovely. You're like, oh, that's what they were saying in the reunion, and it's really cute. I loved the reunion. It was so cute. Was so sad as well. I know all the people that passed away. So sad. Have you read the Harry Potter books? No, but I've actually as well started listening to the podcast. So it's J.K. Rowling. You just listen to it. It's so nice. If you're going to bed, put on one of those. Not podcast. Sorry, it's their stories. Like it's an audio book. Yeah, and you put it on when you're going to bed and it's just the nicest thing ever it puts you straight to sleep although it's I keep having to repeat the same thing over and over again because I actually do want to listen to the story but I always <laughs> fall asleep but it's really nice highly recommend I've never read the books either but maybe yeah maybe I will listen to the audio because I feel like it would take me a decade to get through the books now I'm such a slow like so bad at finding the time to read and such a slow reader I'm the same and also writing like do you write much anymore because now that I'm helping Charlie out with work 
my, your hand is so sore after like five minutes of writing. Like, I don't know how people do it all day long. I know. I find that. No, I never write. So when I do write, I get the exact same thing. I get a really sore hand. I'm like, this is so bad. Because we used to mm. write all day long at school. It's probably better for you not writing as much because don't they have like laptops and iPads and stuff in yeah. school now? Like in yeah. my day, in my day, we had like... <laughs> like you know like a massive big did you have this or do you have laptops we had like big bags of like um books and stuff yeah did you yeah. have that yeah yeah okay right. I wasn't sure no, <laughs> when did. that when that time changed <laughs> what's your other recommendation dope sick have you seen dope sick on I think I'm saying it right on on Disney it's a new series no it's really good it's um it's quite intense it's, um about it's when opiate came in the market and it's like a drug for like it's a painkiller essentially and I think it's based on a true story and it just tells you the effects of opiate and how corrupt the whole um is it a true story so it's mostly true I'll try that tonight then thank you so a few of the listeners have written in asking advice about how to get over a breakup so I thought we'd share a few tips I mean I would know no experts over here but (laughs) Um, we definitely have experience <laughs> yeah we definitely have experience I would personally say firstly unfollow them on all social media platforms block them if needs be probably do block them otherwise you'll end up checking their stuff what else would I say I also think when you break up with someone you kind of just remember the good moments and that makes you feel worse so I always feel like it's good as negative as it sounds it's to write down a list of all the reasons that you didn't like them or you found the relationship annoying or all the things that were wrong with it because that kind of can make you feel better otherwise I feel like you sit there thinking about oh my god it was so amazing all these amazing memories and you don't remember the bad those are my two and also if you have the luxury of taking time off or being able to book a holiday a holiday is so handy when I had a a breakup a few years ago we were actually meant to be going on holiday um together and then he we, we broke up sort of two days before the holiday and I ended up still going on the trip but without I remember her. this so I still went my friend was already out there Lily she was living in Bali at the time so I went out there and it was just the best thing to do because it was January it was cold it was gray in England and I was like I've got this trip booked I'm still gonna go and it was so needed so yeah so funny Lily is like our go-to with breakups because I did the same with my last breakup well it actually was with Charlie but we then got back together but anyway (laughs) when me and Charlie were dating at the start Charlie and I were dating at the start we literally dated for like six months then we broke up and Lily was where I went I went to Bali to Lily and had the best time like I think Bali though and a breakup is a great one it really is but although when I went it was so fresh I mean obviously I'd only broken up with him well we'd only broken up sort of a couple days before so it was I was in no means ready to sort of get out there start going out and stuff even drinking I was like being really careful because I was like I know I'm gonna if I'm gonna drink lots I'm gonna wake up the next day and feel really sad so we were actually really healthy but it was just nice being in like the sunshine it was nice being with my friends it was nice just being on holiday and I remember the very last night of the trip I was there for like 10 days two weeks and Lily was like you need to go out and kiss someone tonight and I was like oh no and I was like I just I was like I don't think I can I was like I don't think I'm ready and she was like just do it it'll make you feel better you gotta you know all of this so the we went, yeah so we went out and I actually did meet a, a really nice guy and we ended up kissing and it was the worst kiss ever <laughs> oh my god it was awful and I was like no, no I'm not ready not ready but yeah no definitely going on a trip and being able to like 
oh just look after yourself a bit the thing is with breakups like or when you're going out with someone like they're so invested into your everyday life mm. like you have like a proper almost schedule with them that like your routine is just constantly reminding you of what you did with that person so it's almost like a good thing if you can't change up your routine as much as possible if you break up with someone also don't drink like what you said yeah. just there. every time I've broken up with someone I mean not every time but anytime I've gone down the route of drinking it just makes you so much worse and then you Awful. do so many stupid things like yeah. contacting them or you you know get with other people and it just it all makes you feel so much worse so oh God, literally does. just like yeah. try change up your routine just take yeah. care of yourself go to the gym drag yourself out. or or you sometimes you actually do need at the start just to cry and watch movies yeah. and eat, eat food and just it, comfort it's like, it's like dealing with a loss so I feel like you definitely need to be able to cry and just sort of hide away a bit and like look after yourself but yeah it's so true if you if you start going out drinking like doing that trying like putting it all over social media trying to make yourself feel like I'm I'm so fine it's like you just feel so much worse you can actually tell you can tell when someone's going through a breakup and when they do that you're like you're not you're hurting inside and you're putting this all over social media to make yourself feel good also if you want to like make your ex like come back to you or whatever be silence be radio silence literally if you're showing everything they're like she's definitely doing this because of yeah like, she, she you know. wants a reaction she wants me to see this honestly like yeah radio silence is the best but also if you don't if you fully feel like it's the best thing and you don't want to go back there or you know that like they are 100% done I think blocking them is 100% the way to go breakups yeah. are honestly the worst they're the hardest they're thing not fun through. at all right. I always I mean I pray I pray I never have to break up with anyone again like imagine I always think of divorces like we think breakups are bad imagine a divorce I know imagine a divorce with kids like that would that be is just a whole different ball game yeah I know speaking actually of um marriage I wanted to talk about this and um, well we were remember we were speaking about this recently about taking our partner's names mm. and how we feel about it and obviously <laughs> as you know I don't really want to change my name and Charlie obviously knows that as well and um, I have considered like adding on his name but it actually sounds better Topper Hughes as opposed to Hughes Topper and um, yeah, I think definitely. for me it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to me to take someone else's name like I've never really like loved the idea of it I just don't so how I see changing your name, I just feel like it's a really like old school thing. And I think women used to have to change their name years ago because they weren't considered equal. And that's what how I consider changing my name, like that it's just like a really sexist. Yeah. And yeah. But equally, it means a lot to Charlie. And like, obviously, I want to be, you know, you have to be respectful of their decision. But equally, when I think about it the other way around, I'm like, oh, well, I'd never make you change your name. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know it's it's a hard yeah it's so hard because as you said I think it is a very old-fashioned thing I think it you know it's a big thing because if I feel I imagine taking Cameron's name you feel like you're almost a new person like you're you're like almost waving goodbye to like that person like yeah your identity yeah but I also I don't know I kind of like I like the the idea of us both having the same last name I don't care what name it is but I like the idea of us both being the same because I feel like that kind of I just like that old-fashioned tradition but for me personally I think I will change my surname but I won't change it on like say Instagram or like Mm. as a work front like I would keep Tiffany Watson but on my I get that though yeah on my passport and things like that I probably would change it but it's scary and also a lot of admin someone yeah it's a lot of admin I was speaking to someone recently she was like oh it's such a ball ache <laughs> but he made me do it literally that was her opinion such a ball <laughs> ache but her husband made her do it I wonder <laughs> if the amount of people changing their name though is declining I would imagine so I said this to Charlie the other day I was like I guarantee our if we have kids like the next generation anyway will 
be less and less likely to change their name because it does date back to women being like inferior to men. What's the alternative? Maybe both having different names? I think it's nice to well, see yeah, why I said this. So I was like, we should both just double bar our, na- our names, but I just, I wouldn't make him do that. I just wouldn't. So you'll be Nicola Topper Hughes. I think so. Yeah. It, it, I'm not going to lie. It does kill me to say, and everyone keeps calling me Topper before I've even changed my name. And I'm like, That's... didn't I give you something personalized? It was already changed. Yeah. <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. But there's been a lot of people that are like, you're a Topper. I don't know. I just kind of, when people like force the name on me, it makes me, I just, I want it less, if that makes sense. Yeah. Would you make your kids double barrel as well? I would like to. Yeah. So my preference yeah. would basically for me to take, I mean, I don't want to change my name. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't. I will add on his name and then have kids double barrel. But realistically, the kids will probably only use one surname. I think you're lucky because a lot of people's surnames wouldn't double barrel well. Like, for example, me, Watson McGeehan is quite a mouthful. Do you know what I mean? A little bit. I mean, you <laughs> could make it work. <laughs> but I feel like you're lucky because it's Tupper Hughes. They're both like quite short. So I think you are lucky and you could definitely get away with doing the double barrel. But I feel like for for some other people, double barrel just wouldn't work. So I wonder what people would do in that situation. I guess you would just do it and say, this is my name and deal with it. But I think I, I think when we have kids, they'll be McGeehan's. It'll be interesting to see though, like when we have kids and they grow up, what, how it is then. I, I can't, yeah, I kind of can't wait for that. I think men might have to start taking their Women's name, no, exactly. Yeah, supposedly actually, one of my friends said this to me, I think um, one of her friends got married recently and her, the wife wanted um, her husband to take her name and I actually was like oh no I feel really bad for the husband but I guess I shouldn't feel that way but I yeah no. I just wouldn't I wouldn't personally make yeah I don't know I just wouldn't want I just would feel bad Charlie taking my name I know he's I feel like because because it, it's not the norm a lot of people would have a, a lot to say about it I feel like if you don't follow the norm with certain things people are so shocked like for for example for our wedding we're not going to do a top table and oh, I love that and you didn't do a top <laughs> table did you no, no we well we we couldn't because his family are divorced so our top table would have been like 30 people so it's just it's and same with you guys it's yeah too, it's too, it would be too big I personally feel like I'm just gonna sit people with who they want to sit with like my parents are divorced I'm gonna sit my mum with her friends I'm gonna sit my dad and my stepmom with their friends and we're gonna sit with our friends and when and, and Cameron's parents will sit with their friends and everyone has a good time we're not gonna do a top table but a few people have been like oh you're not doing a top table that's you know that's very unusual and I'm like oh shut up Whatever. Yeah. I, I actually, when I go to weddings, I always have this big fear that someone's going to put me sitting beside someone I don't know. And I said, like, why do people do that? You spend all this money going <gasps> to a it. wedding. Yeah. And you're there for the whole day. And it's just like, I, I always, as well with mine, like obviously the bridesmaids are at the table. Like I felt bad. Like I genuinely was like, oh, not everyone knows each other. What? Like I would feel bad. So I don't understand how people purposely separate partners. I don't get it. Like, why would you do they that? Want to mean. Be, they want to be traditional. It's yeah. It's like when people do like boy, girl, boy, girl, I mean, I do get that sort of, but yeah, I mm. think you can sit couples together. You're going to a wedding together. You want to have a, like a fun night out together. And I don't, yeah, I don't understand when people are like separated and then it's boy girl and oh, I'm going to sit you next to someone you don't know. Please don't. I just want to yeah. sit next to my friends and have a good time. Exactly. Because you're like so excited to see some friends that you haven't seen in such a long time. Then you get shafted with their second cousin. hi Kiki (laughs) the devil herself oh my god you need to tell me to tell the audience about what happened with Kiki the other night I know know. well I took her out with me to meet our family friends me and my mum we took her yeah we took her to the um to the pub dog friendly pub my mum I was like mum are you sure we should take her and my mum was like yeah of course 
absolute nightmare. Wriggled out of her harness twice. Did a poo in the pub. That was perfect. I was so embarrassed. Then she ripped up the carpet underneath us. I literally was like, I couldn't relax and enjoy. We were meeting family friends who we hadn't seen in so long. I was so stressed the whole way through the meal. I was literally like, oh my God, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. Uh, last time I take her to a restaurant for a while, I need to get her trained. I need to find a trainer. She is a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, oh, any trainers? Get in touch. Help, help. Yes, Tiffany. Help out. us. And do you, know, <laughs> do you know what annoys me the most is she's so obedient with Cameron, and she's not obedient with me. I was actually saying this as well to Charlie. I was like, supposedly dogs take well to male voice and not women's yeah. voice they don't really like, that's so annoying it's so it? annoying because because a man's got a deeper voice apparently a man's deeper voice actually hurts a dog's ears so they're more obedient with them because they're more you know they take they take them more seriously whereas us girls with a more high-pitched voice they don't take us seriously so I'm literally Cameron's like you need to be more aggressive you need to be more stern and I'm like oh god so I'm like trying to I'm, I'm gonna lose my voice at this rate I'm trying to like be stern with her but she just doesn't she's not scared of me at all you're so lucky it wasn't a runny poo in the pub no it wasn't thank god to be fair she was like running up and down on her lead and I was like what is she doing and I was like maybe she needs a wee or something and then she squatted and I was like oh no and I grabbed her but it had already come out but yeah luckily it was it was a hard one so I was like oh god (laughs) well I think that's time isn't it it is lovely catch up as always as always hope you guys enjoyed make sure you follow us on what we don't post podcast on instagram and if you have any messages for us um you can dm us or email us on what we don't post podcast at gmail.com we will see you guys next week hope you enjoyed see you next week Bye. bye